2: Welcome along to the Short Ball. Today is August the 16th in New Zealand. Mills Mulligaina and Scotty Stevenson with you. Producer Alice is also in the booth. And today we're going to talk all things low. And uh, who better to start the conversation with on the Short Ball today than one of the greats. Millsy, one of the greats of all time. Absolutely. Out of Australia, George Gregan. Welcome to the Short Ball, Greggs. Thanks, James.
1: Thanks for having
2: me on. Now, Greggs, the reason I got you on here, and uh, this is not an ambush, but... I want to take you back. I'm going to take you back a few years. Is that all right? That's
1: what I'm trying to say. It's not an ambush, but here it comes. It's beautiful.
2: It's not an ambush, but here it is. I'm going to take you back to Eden Park, 2003. The weather, an odd shower, a slight breeze, the ground good, a night game. Jonathan Kaplan refereeing. It was this day, the 16th of August, and you yeah. were captaining the Wallabies in Test Match Two of the Bledisloe Cup, Greeks, when you ran out on Eden yeah. Park that day after what had happened in the Sydney Test, how had you rallied your troops?
1: Yeah, we'd, we'd actually um, had a cricket score put on us uh, in Sydney. We came back from South Africa. I think we'd lost in South Africa by three points. Then we bounced back. That was where the, the Tri Nations was then. And then on the way returning, we were playing the All Blacks in Sydney. Um, so it was a short turnaround, but we started, I think we started that test match pretty well. Mm. Um, it was a bit of an arm wrestle, and then come the second half, it became a bit of a training run for the All Blacks. We were kicking really poorly. Mills and even BC came on, I think, for one of his first tests against Australia, and it, it was just, they killed us. with mm. counter-attack, and we were missing tackles, and it just got ugly really quickly. But it was a bit of a, it was a struggle early for both teams, but that's what the All Blacks were doing too, so... It, you got to learn fast at a match level, otherwise you die very quickly. Um, so we we realised pretty quickly you can't kick poorly and little discipline to people like Mills and the gang at the back three, Joe Roccofoco etc. that mm-hmm. they hurt you, um, and you've got to make your tackles. It all sounds pretty simple, but when it's fast paced, you're playing an a letters like game. Uh, it, it can it can hurt you really quickly. So that's what we did. And we, before you know it, we we're in our usual conditions. You just out you, you outlined them and. I've done pretty well, it's just a standard day in Auckland. Hey, are you squinting your eyes. Jonathan Kaplan's in the middle. It was a it was a, an awesome Test match, and it went down to the wire. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the beauty of that team, and I think I know, the All black players to be the same, is like you learn pretty quickly from your loss. And that team wasn't didn't like losing. We, that Wallaby team didn't like losing, and it was sure as so hell didn't like losing to New Zealand. Like, 50 points scored on us, so we wanted to turn that around pretty quick. And it was a chance to win a was like we
2: wanted to retain that as well. We had one more chance. Greg's I'm just going through the team here: Big Billy Young, Brendan Cannon, Glenn Penaho, Giffen, Vickerman, Smith, War, Kefu Yourself as captain, Larks, Lottie Takiri, Alton Flatley, Matty Rogers, Wendell Saylor Chris Latham. That is a rock star Wallaby team. It
1: was a good team. It was a very good team, and that a large chunk of that group obviously you talk about Wendell and Lottie and Matty Rogers. They'd just come over the year the year before, two thousand and two, but those guys are match winners, um, find rugby league, they're state of origin representing the kangaroos. those guys are winners and they train that way. And they love these lots of occasions. That's that's kind of why they came across to try and be part of the Wallaby team and in the World Cup. So they love the big occasion. So they're really quite some influence on the group. Todd kept you mentioned Lark and slightly. A, lot, a large chunk in the forwards, different. a large chunk of that group had got used to winning. So we'd, we'd won against the Lions, we'd won World Cups mm-hmm. together, we'd beaten the All Blacks. So, you know, it was a, an experienced group of guys who who, who like to win. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we, we went into that match at Eden Park with the attitude we wanted to be the first team to beat the All Blacks at Eden Park in a long, long time. So I not been done. But we, 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 we loved that. That group loved that idea of, you know, mm. doing those things and um, you know that's what that's that's why it was set up for a really classic test match and ended up being a pretty damn good test match. Mm. the problem was we win it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, we lost that that's, right. that's right. That's right
2: and We'll we'll get to that in a second, Greggs. I'm just gonna bring Millsy in here. Mm-hmm. Millsy was playing fullback in that game and uh, you know, Greggs has outlined the Wallaby motivation, Milsey. What about for the All Blacks mm. after that win in Sydney? Uh, you'd put 50 points on the board in that game, 51 in fact. What was your mentality coming back to Eden Park, which you knew full well was Fortress All Blacks? Well, I,
0: I suppose, yeah, like Greg's is, is talking about, that team, um, you know, for a number of years, that Wallaby team, you know, they, they were dominant. And I, I'll always remember, you know, the first time you came into the All Blacks, um, that's what you were told. If you ever missed an opportunity to score, you won't get another one because this is an Aussie Aussie team that would absolutely make sure that, you know they just fix things really fast you know they they learnt on the go and that's what you're 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 afraid of. houston Sydney we um we gave them a wallop but Greggs is right it was a it was a real arm wrestle in um, the first few well, first half or so. I think um, Wendell got got Sinbin in that game and perhaps that gave us a bit of an um an opportunity to to um to score a few more tries, but. We had a lot, lot of young guys that obviously now have gone on to become, you know, great rugby players that were hungry. And and, and Greggs, I I might be wrong in this, but there's a, a similarity in in terms of the Wallabies, albeit a few guys that have um, got some games uh, under their belts. There is a real, I suppose, from where I'm sitting, a sense of there's some young guys there that are real hungry. Um, to win this yes. um win this um this Bledisloe back and actually challenge you all blacks we've seen in Dunedin you're you're very um amicable in, in that sort of last few minutes um in, of that game as we have seen when you're um you know working for for the um, the guys over there. But I just sense there's a real hunger and motivation similar to what we were like um back in two thousand and three and also um a lot of youth in in that Wallaby team you've been you've been involved with them in, uh, in the last few years. I mean, is that, uh, does that feeling come, um, well, is, that, is there a sense of that in your in your mind?
1: Yeah, I think there's definitely that. Um, it gets spoken about. I, I'd hate to be in their shoes because you know they've heard it for so many years about like, wanting to be the team and every year it's just going to be the year and they've got close. And what you just said, you don't get many chances against the to to score points or to put them under pressure because if you don't, all good teams, they learn on the hop and they, they counter punch really quickly and we All back are the best counter puncher like that. Historically they've always been bloody good at it. But this team particularly, under Steve Hansen and, and the leadership of that team over a long period of time, they do that very, very well. So this Wallaby team has learned that through through some pain, like Dunedin last year, bring up that test match, they didn't catch the kickoff. Kieran Reid meets mm. four guys around that ball to get the ball back and then you find a way to score the try. But mm. Wins that test match with a great try, a team try, but you would have had that expectation. That ball back to them. So we are going to go short, we're going to kick the ball back, we're going to get in our hands around the score, and that's that's the mindset of a winning team. So this Wallaby mm. team has had those experiences against them. They've had a chance to correct it, which they did in the third test match. But again, which I think they're all really frustrated, like that Irish series, just three matter. But both teams scored 55 points, mm. so it was a really tight series over three test matches. But those big moments, which really good teams. They look forward to them. They just haven't been able to deliver them consistently, and they're hungry to do that, and they want to do that against teams like the All Blacks or teams like the Irish because they want to be that team. And yeah, they're they're ready to do it. But It's um, it's one thing being motivated and and wanting to do it. As you know, mate, you've got to go out on the arena, and and then you've got to execute, and you've got to be able to do that for an extended period of time against very good teams, and that's not easy.
2: Gregs, I I want to go back to that, that night in Auckland briefly, and You know, as captain, you're sitting there and and you've had the Bledisloe Cup since 1997 as a team and you finally have to hand it over. Just talk to me about what that moment was like and if you had any inkling at all then that this was going to be so tough to win back for Australia.
1: Well, I'll give you... Yeah, you don't know that at that stage... You, you were gutted, but I'll give you an inkling of what it meant to that, our group, because it always gets spoken a lot from the other side, not, not, which is fair enough from your side, what it means to you guys. So I kept it in playing the World Cup because he injured his neck and shoulder, which we knew was a risk playing that game and mm. I remember speaking with him and Eddie and, him, and I said, mate, just don't play this game because we're, it's a bled as I know, and a means a lot to us. I said, but we're playing for a World Cup this year, and we've got a chance to be back-to-back World Champions, and you're out." like he, look, Toto was our spiritual leader in our mm-hmm. pack. He was—he was a meant Like Toto, if you spoke to people who played, like Toto, just had an incredible presence, and he—he he was important. He was so important to our team. And, but he said, "No, Greggs, I'm playing. Just because we're not going to lose a blitter's This is my last Test match against these guys, and I'm not going to go out losing a blitter's mm-hmm. I said, "So if I break my neck, whatever <laughs> If I am going to break my neck. I'll do it like." And he literally did, he didn't really break his neck because he went off to Japan and recovered, but he didn't play the World Cup mm. because he wanted to play the part. And, and he injured it, like, with probably 10 or 15 to go. I knew he was naked because, and I said, he it and he stayed on, and it was all that sort of stuff. That's what it meant to our team, and that's what it meant to someone like Todai. Mm. And so when we lost it, we were absolutely gutted because yeah, we hadn't lost it in five years and we didn't want to hand it back because I and a lot of that group had been experienced. The 96, 97, that was a great all-black team. You talk about Zinzan, they were ruthless. Like, there's just a couple of names. You yeah. go through that whole team. And uh, I was like Jonah, Marshy, you know, like a young Tane Randall, like Josh Crump. That was, a, was an awesome all-black team. Not that there's ever been a bad one, but that was a pretty awesome one. And we got we got to school, and uh, and we didn't want to hand it back. <laughs> we, we liked the idea of, hang on to that cup because we knew how hard it was to get it off those guys. Um, and then when we lost it, I remember the change room. It was sort of like, I'm not sure if you've seen the movie Moneyball with Brad Pitt, but it was very much like that. Like you could just, like obviously heard the heckling from all the Auckland crowd. <laughs> the change room's are right, go back home, all that sort of stuff, which is all good. And then we were so gutted, but we said, you know what, if we play these guys again, like we had to think forward and that was the World Cup for us. It's going to be, we might meet these guys again, let's learn from this because we've learned quickly. We came up short by play, but let's learn. But it was it was that sort of changing. Like it, it's, you know, if you haven't been in too many losing changes when you were, it was, but it, it's a terrible experience a losing change room after Berta's life. Well. you got to move on, but you, you remember that pain. And that was that group because, as I said earlier, that group was, we were used to winning and the thought of it. Left a bad taste in their mouth, but kept us motivated. Don't worry about that. But, yeah,
2: it's, <laughs> well, it's, it's, Greg, it's you still got your defining line a few months later, didn't you, mate? You still got four more years.
1: Oh, yeah, but that was <laughs> that was a moment between me and Byron. I actually worked with the cameraman at box four, so he said, I got that shot. I said, But you're the reason why, like a little one on one moment. I said, Friggin' every Kiwi gives it to me, it was a to event, two halfbacks going at it, like yeah. little friggin' I got a little Jack Russell. I said, that's what we do. Yeah. I said, "The the camera got it. I said, I don't know how many times if the camera zoomed in on me, get a copy of Goldfall from someone like Fitzpatrick or But. I have all of Australia behind me. My goodness, I've never seen anything quite like it. So I see that career, I said, mate. You, I said, seriously, you've caused me
2: a lot of pain. <laughs> that really, <Zivoli> <laughs> been. it's just. This is why I've got you on today, Greg. I'm trying to. I'm trying to redress the balance here. I'm trying to say, you know, Gregan, the oh, tackle on you're... Wilson, the four more oh, years. Yes. But look, he once handed back the like Cup. He's not all bad. Yeah,
1: that was it exactly. And uh, but the thing, I the other thing I do remember. And, hey, you you mentioned Jonathan Kaplan. And, you know, it's not sour grapes or anything. I've moved on. It's been a long, long time. But he didn't have the courage. He He didn't have the courage to water try. He didn't have a water try. Steve Larkin, we ran a little play because we knew Marshy would take that on a right-hand side scrum. He always took a leg tackle. We opened up the can, so to speak. Stevie ran a play where he looked like... And then, anyway, Marshy made the tackle, the leg tackle on him. He slid in, and you know how you can actually put the ball against the post?
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: You know, the, 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 that's actually a try. <laughs> and there's all these bodies around it. And I said to Jonathan, I said, have the courage. I know this is a big ground and it's a really big decision. Have the courage to bury it down and see where that ball is lodged. He's got that right up against the post. He said, that's a try said, no 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 can't see five metre scrum like we end up stuffing it up or uh-huh. something. <laughs> so we lose by I think I think was the four points. Yeah, four points. Yeah, yeah. that's and, the winning of the I game. Still, yeah, I should have moved on from that. I still should have moved on from that. I should have, but it's been a lot of pain since then. And I see I saw Captain I said you still haven't had the courage. I said mate, did you look at that tape? I said we looked at that tape where we make the mistake. Have you looked at the tape? I said close to this. Some to the call next time. Try. you know you know what I
2: love you know what I love Greeks I, I love the fact that, that guys like yourself marshy uh, Jeff and Milsey and, and all the guys who have been in the splitters like Cup battle have been in the trenches uh, all of those moments that have gone against and gone for they are etched in the memory for good that is why this contest remains one of the greats in world rugby
1: yeah, it is. It means a lot to both countries. It really does. And I know as much as we want as an Australian team wants to get that trophy back, I know the All Blacks in New Zealand, they don't, they don't want to give it back. And that's the beautiful thing. They want to keep it on that side of the ditch. Fair enough. And that's why it means a lot. It means a lot to both countries.
2: Now, Gregs, before we let you go, because you've been turning left and right, we can tell you're in the car. You've given us your time this morning. I just need one answer from you. It's something I've thought about a lot. And don't hate me for it. Don't think I'm I'm some kind of creep. But have you ever bathed? Have you ever bathed in the Blederslow Cup?
1: I haven't bathed in it. We we drank a lot out of it, <laughs> and um, <yeah. laughs> we we used to share it. Like a, I probably could. I'm that small. Maybe could have had a bath in it. <laughs> but it was um, yeah. It was always a great occasion. Like Mills, you've done that. Like it's a really cool thing because you know how how much hard work goes into it. Um, I remember. We did something last year with Wayne Smith, um marshy in was, was in Sydney and it was obviously his last test here before he moved on. One of the great I'm saying he always like he's one of the great coaches. One of the things I wish I had mm. have, had in my career was actually being coached by Wayne Smith mm. We always used to catch up post game and uh, I know she's calling tech veteran, but we used to love talking <laughs> shop after games. And he he um he mentioned like I think we must have been when we lost at two thousand and three or was it maybe five he said we came in. i'm not sure if we came into your change room we had a beer we always used to do that with you go and have a beer mm-hmm. and you guys had won it and um we went into your change room and he said i still remember the faces of you and sterla looking at it whilst you boys were having like it's fair enough he's passing it around we're having our wedding or whatever it was and we were just like going, um, you know what that's what it's all about mm-hmm. and it, it, it's 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 a great cup to that you take it in there, you so much hard work, and you share it around the group. And then the group is not just the playing group, it's everyone. Because mm. it means you don't get there unless you have all this, the help from the coaches, the support staff. Everyone should share it, and the Cup's good for that. It's mm. a big one.
2: It's a, It certainly is. Greggs, you're an absolute legend, mate. Uh, looking forward to catching up with you this weekend for Blederslow 1 in Sydney. Australian great George Gregan joining us on the short ball. Cheers, buddy. No worries, guys. See you, Mildy. See take you, care, bro. buddy. You too, bro. There he is, George. uh, Look, you know, I I mean, if there's one Australian player for me, uh, certainly uh, in the last wee while that that really defined the battles between Australia and New Zealand, it it was George. Mm. Um, You know, I've had the pleasure of working alongside Justin Marshall a lot and the stories they tell, and they're great mates still. But the way they used to wind each other up, uh, it was just constant for 80 minutes. I mean, you would have seen Gregan in action, Millsy. I put it to you now that all black teams were scared of what he could do on the field. Mm-hmm. Oh, they were. And, and I mean, he he, he spoke about that uh, try that he, the try saving
0: try, that Goldie went over the. May I lost the TV that night where we I was only, what, fifth <laughs> form. My brother chucked a whole heap of cooking oil at the TV, smashed it. That was done. We were done and dusted. And so that that sort of put a memory in you I about remember, how much. I, mean, I remember how much that moment
2: So I was at boarding school. That's how long ago that was. Oh, I was really? at bloody boarding school. Yeah, I mean, I? 90, yeah,
0: and that's why you're so you're so scared of it. I mean, moments like that. I mean, obviously the John Eels moment, but mm. I, and I know there's a lot that's been talked about how you know the South Africans are our biggest rivals, but you know, that I just you know growing up and in my era it was the Australians because mm. for a long long time all I sort of the images you'd always see is the Aussies and the Wallabies winning this this um, Bledisloe Cup, and it was the, you know obviously the biggest. In terms of size, um, cup um, in world rugby, but you know every year, year in year out, that's all you seen was this, this, um, the green and gold taking it away. And so when you came into that, the All Blacks, you know that's what motivated you. You, you know, and and there was always that doubt. You know, it's probably similar to what's happened in the last few years with the Wallabies. You know, when things sort of you need to really dig deep, there's always that doubt in your mind that you know, standing on the other side, if you stuffed up. Guys like Gregan, Larkins, Mortlock, you know, they're all punished And punish forwards,
2: it. like you mentioned, like Tutai Kefu, oh, Finnegan, Dave Giffen. All of those guys yeah. were great players. Because of
0: those moments. Well, now the All Blacks are winning. And Gregg's touched on it last year. And, um, you know, when they when the All Blacks kicked off and scored in those last few seconds. I mean, That's those right. are the big moments you got to win in Test
2: Gregory Rugby. There's going to be a time where, where it's got to click for the Wallabies. Yeah. Uh, their team still to be announced today, but but we know it's going to have quality across the park. I, I, I'm loath to write off this Wallabies side in Sydney. I know it hasn't been a happy hunting ground for them. It's no fortress in the same way that Eden Park is. Yeah. Uh, looking at the All Blacks side, the pack's picked itself, and Brady Retellick's return is massive for the All Blacks with Scotty Barrett on the bench. I, I look at their backline, Melsey. In fact, I was writing about this today for rugbypass.com, this backline selection is tailor-made for Barrett to shine. Aaron Smith's passing game. You've got your pod structure that has been adjusted over the last season with Brady Retellick now running the cutter rather than Scott Barrett. He's going to get a lot of possessions in this game knowing that he's got a great carry option or two of them in Goodhue and Crotty. They're also great decoy men. They take a lot of heat off defensively. And the, and the selection for me of Ben Smith at fullback with Wysocki Naholo is designed to make sure that Barrett knows the backfield is covered. Yeah, He doesn't have to worry about that. He can be thinking two plays in advance, which is exactly where good first fives like to operate. Just a couple of plays in advance so he can be setting up the next wave of attack. Yeah, yeah
0: and comfortable, feeling comfortable that he all he needs to worry about is what's in front of him and everything he's going to get from the outside. He's going to get a lot of talk from there. The inside with uh, Aaron Smith. Um, you know, giving him that front football in terms of his passing his forwards, and then you know Ben Smith, the comfort of him. I know, I know. Um, you know Bowden and uh, and Geordie, you know, uh, are very comfortable at the Canes, but mm. now is an opportunity also. Bowden hasn't had the best um, form during Super Rugby, but when you come in into an environment like this. Where you just have to worry about your own job and shine, and he is—he's capable of really, you know, um, putting teams to the sword. Mm. And now he's got a perfect opportunity to do that because he's got—he knows that at the back, they're well, well and truly covered with Ben Smith and uh, Waisaki whole I mean, a lot of being, a lot of talk about you know Waisaki perhaps not being the greatest at get, getting up um, on on taking high balls, but I think he is actually quite good. He's—he's not—he's not bad. And the way well, probably he the biggest improvement in his game though over the last two years. Has been his hyper work, yeah, yeah, and, and and his ability to be able to get himself out of trouble as well. Like um, you know, only certain players can do this. You know, when you think far out, he's going to get, you know, he's caught, he's isolated, you know, he's um, got, um, he's, he's going to get caught by defense. So all of a sudden, he breaks one little tackle and gets, you know, a couple of um, meters forward, and his forwards get over the top, and and they're away. And so, I'm looking forward to this first test, particularly for the players. That sort of have had a couple of weeks off, the, the Bowdoin Barrett's of the world, and, and, and to, to really shine. Australia, on the other hand, they've had a bit of, bit of time to actually, you know, get their preparations right. And so, you know, they'll bring a lot, but that, Gregan touched on it. They, it's, it's all right sort of feeling motivated and, and getting hyped up for it. You've got to execute. And that's it's those little wee moments that it's, um, they've got to go out and win. Forget, you know, forget about the hype. Go out there and, and win big moments.
2: What are the All Blacks most wary of when it comes to this Wallaby side? Is it that 10-12-15 combination, the Folau-Beal-Foley axis of attack? Or is it something like the pocock Hooper combination that is going to disrupt? Because the Lions showed that if you slow the All Black ball, not necessarily win every turnover, but if you slow the All Black ball, that makes it very hard for them to get their shape on attack. Mm. It makes it hard for any team to get their shape on attack. And it's all very well to have Pocock and Hooper in the same side, but the, the All Blacks have to come up with a plan to make sure that they can get their their recyclable ball fast, knowing that one or t'other is going to be there, is going to be on their feet, is going to be trying to stop them from getting that quick ball.
0: Yeah, it's it's awareness. So it's it's oh, they've got to come right back. I don't I, I don't think what well, you know they are threats. But you only leave, let them get in and become a threat if you don't win the contact. If you don't, you know, um, get yourself a little bit forward, and someone's not right there to clean out those threats. Where I think the All Blacks would possibly try and, and target and make sure they're on right on the button with is the tight five, mm-hmm. because that's that's an area where if they if, if they don't quite get right, um, be it you know set piece or physicality, um, then the guys like Hooper. And uh, and um, Pocock will actually shine, and, and that just gives them a lift. All of a sudden, that lifts the type five, and then you've got a battle on your hands. If the if the All Blacks go in there with all this experience that they've got, you know, Franks, Taylor, um, Moody, you know, pretty handy retalick, and uh, and also Whitelock, mate, they, they've got to actually go in there and physically dominate this this pack, this this type five. They do that, and they're halfway home to winning um, winning I'd One.
2: That's the All Blacks taking on the Wallabies on Saturday night at Sydney. Double uh, Doubleheader, an historic doubleheader. Great occasion in Sydney as well. Of course, the Black Ferns will take on the Wallaroos for the Laurie O'Reilly, first test in that series. Uh, and five debutants also named in the Black Ferns team. There, there's a new look to this in the first year of semi-pro contracting. Uh, but once again... Uh, there's some certainty, too, with the selection of Fee. Oh, well, far more silly. As captain, her 53rd Test match, this wow. is going to be... It's extraordinary, actually, that Fee's played that many tests. It's a great pack uh, for the Black Ferns, but... A debutant first five, for Ruhe Demont, will start as as the debutant 10. Elena Saeli in her first test on the left wing, an attacking player. We saw her come up through the school grades, unbelievable. Yeah. Leilani Parisi on the bench as well, another debutant. Kristen Cottrell, finally, after plugging away for many years, uh, Kristen gets a start on the bench. And Christina Sue as well is on the bench. She's got 10 caps to her name. So a, a little bit of experience around the park, but... I mean, the Black Ferns have got to go in there now and say to themselves, right, we, we've we got to go. Uh, that Wallaroos team have been through the list mills there, but there are some very yeah. good players, and they've had a chance to rebuild after what was a disappointing World Cup mm-hmm. for them. Uh, are the Black Ferns taking a massive risk here by putting so many new faces or is it just the fact that they have to, they've got to move on from what was a very successful World Cup campaign?
0: I think this is all part of them sort of building for the future. You know, you've got, you've got some deputants in there making sure they've they, they built um, some good depth um, alongside some very experienced girls. And so they'll go, it's interesting to see all the, all the news that's coming out and how relaxed the environment is. And I remember talking to Salika Winiata about how, um, you know, their bus is always sort of music, even going to the ground, different, different sort of um, way to prepare. But I think, um, you know, they love to have a bit of fun and that's that's the environment that they're in. And so for, for deputants to come in and new and new girls to come in, I think it's a great way for them to to actually come into an environment, feel fairly relaxed and know they've got to do their job. But I, I absolutely think it's a chance for them, yes, um, you know, there's been 20-odd girls, um, being contracted, but a chance them to push on, but also make make sure that they've got, you know, some some talent coming through and, and sort of experience some of that. We'll get some of that experience under their belts.
2: There's no way they're going to go on hot. There's that's for sure uh, a massive occasion and uh, prime time in New Zealand as well, which is a rarity for our Black Ferns yeah. uh, to be playing. You know, the kickoffs what seven fifteen hmm. PM New Zealand time. So uh, this is a major moment for them, and I know it's not lost on them what's ahead of them here. This has to be a game from a New Zealand point of view that that they win, but also from a women's rugby point of view, it's got to be a spectacle. This has got to be a great test match. We have grown to love the women's sevens game Mm. because of the athleticism Mm. and the speed on show. Fifteens is a different game. But can we expect this to be the winner that we hope it is? Oh, I I hope so. I think... um they will.
0: Well, they won't come in. Um, you know, with the you know, but they've only played a bit of club rugby. You know, that's the the biggest thing. They haven't got the same sort of lead up that uh, that the men have had in terms of playing Super and things like that. So. Um, can we expect? I think you, you know, we'll, we'll see some good stuff, but I st- still also believe that they might be a little bit rusty because you got to remember that that's just starting to, be, um, well, the beginning. The Farah Palmer Cup, yeah, so two that's weeks the, time. Usually the lead up. That's exactly the competition, right.
2: right. Well, the other thing too, the Wallaroos players, the best of them, have already had experience during Super Rugby, oh, and, said, yeah, uh, yeah, with the super, concurrent tournament, the Super yeah. W. So uh, you, you could argue that the Wallaroos have had a better build up to this Test match than the Black Ferns have. Maybe the Black Ferns paper have a better looking squad, more experience, but there's no doubt that those games for the Australian women would have been absolutely crucial in their preparation.
0: Yeah, and that makes a massive difference too. I mean, um, you know, when you have big games like that week in, week out, leading into, you know, effective well, a test match, um, in terms of your preparation, you just feel a lot better. You 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 can pick up on um, how fast the game's actually going and so that there, that can actually lead into um, I suppose the Wallaroos' hands because they've had a lot better preparation. But you know the Black Ferns, plenty of experience there. They'll they'll know that they would have adjusted well, and and you know in their minds so they'll make sure they go over there and um and, and give it their all.
2: That's the Blizzards Cup weekend sorted. Uh, great to hear from George Gregan earlier on the short ball. The All Blacks taking on the Wallabies uh, and a double header: the Black Ferns taking on the Wallaroos. Millsy, today on the short ball: some news. What's that? Some news for you. Are you a fantasy rugby man? Yes. You love a bit of fantasy rugby. Love that. Right? Yeah, you love your fantasy. I've got something to tell you. What have you got? Rugby pass have teamed up with the TAB in, in Zid. No in New way. Zeland, in New Zealand. And apparently there are thousands available in prizes of dollars. I don't nope. know I don't know if that's cash, cash, cash. Or just thousands of dollars worth of prizes. Oh, if it was cash, 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 I'd be right into it. But thousands of dollars of prizes, fantasy rugby. And all you have to do is hit uh, tab.co.nz forward slash fantasy rugby. I don't need to spell that. You know how to spell fantasy.
0: No, it's, How do you spell forward slash? No, just
2: <laughs> don't you start talking about <laughs> slashing again. We've been there. We've been there on the short <laughs> ball before. So get into it. Rugby Pass teaming up with the TAB in New Zealand. Thousands of dollars worth of prizes. Fantasy rugby, if it's your game and it's our game, get in the game. TAB.co.nz forward slash fantasy rugby. This has been an announcement brought to you by the short ball. Also on the short ball, thought we'd touch briefly today, Millsy, on the Mitre 10 Cup. Mm. Uh, Are we going back to the provinces of our birth for the duration of the Mitre 10 Cup? Uh, Obviously, you could choose to talk about Auckland or... Waikato or any of the other provinces you called your own during your long and distinguished career, but are we are we going back to the provinces of our of our youth here? Because you know I'm all for tanifars. You've always been for tanifars. Oh, you know I'm always for the taniwhas, but I just need to get it out. Of, are you a poof. Stags man or what? Are you when it comes to provincial rugby? Are you gonna Are you gonna pin your colours to the Stags mask to the Stags no, antlers?
0: Oh. oh. I, I, I've got I've got three allegiances no you can't have three allegiance. no because I'm
2: asking you which I'm asking you where your allegiance lies Alice you've only got one allegiance right one province yeah Canterbury right Otago no isn't it no I see. for the my 10 um, I'm as well. Uh, well, see, Alice is a far. that's what? why we get on so well,
0: well, 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 well
2: where, where did this come from because she can doesn't matter it doesn't matter We're, if Alice feels oh, like she's a far really at heart right. or a tanifa S that's fine too where are you going I don't know. Well, you have got to pick one. If you've Wait. got, I know uh, because you do. You have to pick one. I don't care which one, but you can't be running around the place in a fourteen-team competition, and going, "I've got three of the 14. <laughs> no, that's not right. Can I have one in each? E- no, each? you can't. But why not? No, because you don't see us running around saying, "Yeah, well, I'll, I'll have a bob each way here and a bob each way there." I know you've played for these provinces. That's fine. I'm not. I'm not trying to diminish your career. I'm just saying. Uh, okay. right, you've got it. You've if you've got it. If push comes to shove, you have got to pick one. I'm going to Auckland. You're excited about Auckland this year. I've been excited about
0: Auckland and the Blues for the last couple of years.
2: I know you are. Well, you're an excitable man, but uh I looked through that Auckland team. Wow we There's a lot of new faces <laughs> in the yeah, Auckland I team. <laughs> oh, I, I feel like I'm watching the Jock Hobbs Memorial with <laughs> the selections of that team. Alama Udramir, Philo Tietia, Ty Lavia, and uh Yeah, eh, Ted. Better. Ted. Ted. Uh that's gonna be an interesting season for Auckland does isn't... I mean,
0: so close to being relegated last year. Oh, oh, yeah. I I'm glad so. you
2: picked one. Well... Are you happy now? I've
0: played a lot for Auckland, so... Have. And
2: I've just been wanting them to just get back. Get back. I think it's a good year for Auckland. I don't think there's any pressure on them. Mm. I, I don't. I actually don't. I think... Because of the way rugby's structured nowadays, the Blues problems far outweigh Auckland's problems. I'm not saying that's right or wrong. That's just the way it is from a perception point of view. They could build here under the radar over the next couple of seasons. And if they gave themselves that freedom to say, we are going to build a program here that is the envy of New Zealand rugby, surely that is what they've had to do. No expectations. I think that's
0: that's absolutely it. No one's got any, any expectations of them... Well, well, how they, they how they go so they can they can go under the radar they can actually start implementing little wee things they've still got to win along the way I, I think you know, um, you know if the odd loss comes here and there I think if they lose every single game then it's, they're just no that, one's going to be interested that's
2: no good that's no you can't, good you can't do that no no you can't do that so they won the first one finally on the short ball today enjoy the Moda 10 Cup first round this weekend of course kicking off Northland taking on North Harbour uh, and then the beauty on Friday night the frenemies Canterbury taking on Tasman, a repeat of last year's final. Man, that is a great game to get into. all taking on uh, Manawatu, also an interesting contest. Uh, and uh, games carry on through the weekend, Super Saturday and Double Header Sunday. Finally on the short ball today. Why can't New Zealand drivers merge like a zip? Yeah. Oh, do, you, do you know what it is? Right. You know, like I, was, I was driving back from Northland yesterday, and there's a there's a lane closing on the Harbour Bridge, Auckland Harbour Bridge. Mm-hmm. You know the lane's closing. Mm-hmm. They tell you about 5K out that the lane is closing. Yeah. But the drivers in lane three, because lane four is closing, they're all bumper to bumper. Yeah. So there's no room for anyone to come into mm. lane three. Mm. So what they do in lane four is they drive right to the end, end. Then there's no room. So then they break. So then everyone else has to break. And then you cause a traffic jam that goes 20Ks down the road. Mm. Are these people retarded? Mm. that's the question I want to know. Well, you can't z- merge like a zip if if You can't a, merge like a zip if, if the zip's closed. Yeah. You've got to leave room in the zip. That's what no. I'm saying. It's the, I don't blame the people on the outside. I used to blame the people on the outside. No, you can't. But I can't anymore. I'm blaming the people in lane three. Yes. If Let you're in, in lane three, leave two car gap between you and the car in front. And if someone takes that gap, yeah. then leave the gap again. You're going to get to You'll where get, you're going yeah, I know. quicker then if you ride bumper to bumper with your foot on the brake.
0: But it's almost like they uh, they just the person in lane three almost speeds up to make sure that, that That's lane right. four don't get in. Don't be that
2: guy in lane oh, three.
0: Mate.
2: If you're in lane three, leave room for lane four. This has been a public service announcement brought to you by the short ball. Thank <laughs> you, Milsey.